not gonna work. That would sell. That would sell. That would sell like hotcakes. Oh. Hashtag it happens. <laughs> Brilliant. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, with that, I think we're live, gentlemen. Well, then, without further ado, Garza, tell us what podcast we're watching right now. Esto es la guerra de la mitad de la semana. Otherwise known as the Midweek War. <laughs> Here we are once again, folks. Yep. <laughs> I forget who's driving. Well, Garza's is driving. I'm pretty sure it wasn't me. Garza, take the wheel. I'll drive. I'll drive. Yeah. Uh, because this first uh, chapter of this week's uh, Midweek War is going to be dedicated to Lucha Underground. Uh, so, it was a, an eventful night for Lucha Underground. Garza? I'll start off. What's your... Una Palabra. Una Palabra, yes. My Una Palabra... Uh, let's give it to... Lightning! <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look, look at the tag! Look at the tag! Lightning Ninjas! I, I want to say something like special effects, but that's two words, so I guess lightning will have to do. <laughs> you know what? If any, any other wrestling company, any other one, even Chikara, even Kaiju Big Battle, if any of them tried the shit that Lucha did last night, we would hate it. Yes. Hate. But, Gar Garza, tell us what Lucha did, because it was so awesome. Well, there's a, a segment, uh, and let's not get into it, uh, into this match for the segment because it's it's a lot of storyline development going on, but we saw uh, Neil Mortis's minions. I can't really remember their names. I think one's called Trece. Um, I believe they're called the Disciples of Death, but yes. I like to call them the Lucha Court of Owls. Okay, that's that's part. I'll just call them minions. But I will anyway. This minions they come in to attack. Uh, our trio's champions. And so he here's a description of the sequence. Katrina has the magic stone of Mil Martis, which now glows at the with, with the power of immortality. And when it starts glowing, these three uh, minions appear out of lightning. Yes, lightning. Like, boom, there he is. He starts creeping out. And then, wait, 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 that's not all. They have Raiden's power of lightning. They have the punch of electricity in them. So they punch our, our, our trios champions with electricity, and obviously they get knocked out on the first punch. I mean, they're probably dead. Hopefully they're not dead. Well, no, no. You can tell when they kill someone on Lucha because blood squirts out on people's faces. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Hey, we never saw a body, Mike. All right, just That's saying. That's because Matanza ate it, Matt. <laughs> Bones and all. Hey, if he comes back in a mask in two weeks, you won't be complaining. <laughs> Unless he has, like, huge scars, like worse than Sabu scars on his chest. Oh, man, maybe they're going to bring back Sabu. <laughs> Garza, what's your bueno? Okay, so my bueno this week... I'm going to give it to 
Oh man, it's hard because I particularly didn't find this uh, episode of Lucha on the Ground so good. But the good thing, I'm gonna give it to to the match between Mil Mortis and Drago. I I particularly liked uh, what I, everything that Mil Mortis did. Like he he was like really pushing his like strong persona over Drago. I, I don't. I'm kind of sad that Drago had to lose. Especially like clean, but uh, I mean sacrifices need to be done. Well, cleanish. Cleanish. I mean, I mean, you you did have the um with that CTNA superstar uh, Hernandez. <laughs> uh, to, to, uh, Nicely done. A Nicely. run in. Can we call Herna- Can we call that guy on Lucha Underground Fernandez? And when he's on Hernandez. TNA, we call him Hernandez. I think we can agree. Because <laughs> Fernandez is somehow greater than Hernandez. I don't know how that's possible, but... <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think of the match? Uh, I want to see 2015 Mil Muertes versus the 90s Undertaker. Okay. Because he, he... Like, I don't know how much tape he's watched of old school Undertaker, but he's riffing a lot of stuff from it. And it's <laughs> awesome. And I wasn't sure... How much I really wanted to see Mil Muertes versus Prince Puma, just because uh, Puma has had these ongoing feuds going with Johnny Mundo and uh, even Hernandez. But once they had reached the end of the show and it was just Mil Muertes versus Prince Puma, I was kind of like, yeah, I think I'm kind of ready for this. Because you know there's going to be some Conan Katrina shenanigans going on too. And. Conan might Conan might knock the stone out of her hands and use his cane to like golf club it up into the stands or something like that, some <laughs> crazy stuff like that. That that face off was like really short and really simple, but it got me really really hard for that feud. I, I love it when a, a a number one contender does the like the the belt symbolism that he's coming for a title. I love when they do that, and to have someone like Mil Mortis who's like. Uh, just do it. I was like, damn, that like even the dead won that title. That was awesome. Well, I yeah. mean, objectively, Mil Muertes has been the strongest competitor in all of Lucha Underground since the beginning. So this kind of makes sense. I mean, Mil Muertes has only legitimately lost what one time. He's lost a lot of Check the win-loss records, Mike. I'm not totally sure on that, but, but I'm um, pretty sure he just lost Grave Consequences. He, oh, no, and, he and, lost. Like, he, he lost, lost the previous Phoenix. match with Phoenix too, okay. and he lost the the title match, I guess. Yeah, uh, the um, the warfare. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, how, I mean, about still, your, how about your Malo? Uh, my Malo, uh, I'm gonna give it to the four way for the medallion. <gasps> no, the match wasn't bad, but here's my problem. I felt that uh, I don't know. I saw those four guys, and I'm like. I don't want those four guys in the medallion thing. Like, like I don't want Marty the Moth doing anything uh, that's not completely direct to his storyline. Like, here we had a fight with Puma, and now he's fighting for a medallion. I don't like that. And uh, I think that uh, Cage and, and Mac, they, they, I think they could have used more other guys for, the, for that match. How... Dare you, Garza? 
Marty the Moth is a goddamn treasure. <laughs> He's a uh, Aztec Pride. He is a goddamn treasure, and I want him to get one of Dario's Horcruxes. That's a legit thing. I want that. And uh, but I, or do we know what these medallions are leading to? I was just I, about to say that it's hard to criticize who's getting the medallions when we don't even know what the medallions do yet. For all we know, it's going to cause the seven medallion holders to just combust and disappear. <laughs> Could you imagine if, they, if they're all just like combined into one giant luchazord? Oh, man. <laughs> well, my, my idea is that there's eventually going to be like a unification match at Ultima Lucha where all the winners are the medallions. And uh, whoever wins has the power to revive Phoenix. <laughs> so, so, I mean, like, so uh, you think this is like, like a Cap- balls. you think this is a Captain Planet scenario? No, no, no! I thought this was a uh, Dragon Balls. You need to get them <laughs> all together, and you can revive Phoenix. So like, like, like Pokemon. You gotta catch them all. No, so. no, no, no! Like, like the well, technically, the Dragon Balls don't always just revive people. They just provide one wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I mean, that one wish could be it for a second season. We don't know. Hopefully, hopefully someone asks for that. <laughs> which, which Japanese anime slash video game property is Lucha Underground stealing their storylines from? We'll oh, so see. many of them. So many. So um, many. Garza, Cambio. My Cambio. Um, the the Superfly uh, Sexy Star match. I think that at the end, Superfly. Should have done more than just like throw it out of the ring and let her go. It, it seemed really weird that she was he was trying to to turn her mask off and then like oh she's out of the ring I'm just gonna take off. So I, I think they uh, they should have connected what the segment of Vampiro and Penta Jr. to this thing some way mm-hmm. to make like a segue between them. That, that's my only cambio. It's, yeah, it's, weird. Weird. It's, it's like they're trying to split those two storylines. It's kind of hard to do. They're kind of... They're really yeah, they're, they're intertwined, yeah. Well, I think they're trying to avoid like a mixed tag scenario, like where you have Vampiro and Sexy Star versus Superfly and Pentagon, which... And God bless they do it. I don't want to see that match. Oh, no, I don't want to see that match either, but I, I think they're trying to keep Superfly away from Pentagon because they're not still technically aligned. Yeah. Because Pentagon broke his arm? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, because um, unless we're saying the Superfly also worships the same master as Pentagon, which I think would be easier to do, but they're trying to distance uh, Superfly doesn't seem like that kind of a guy. Um, I don't know, though. I, I, I tell you what, though, um, getting back to Vampiro, um, you know, he was hot during the middle of that yeah. uh, show when he had his confrontation with... Uh, Pentagon, and I love the way um, I thought Vampiro did a great job of carrying that through the rest of the program. So even as like they're doing other matches, completely unrelated, Striker's like, "You okay, Vampiro?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm okay, brother. Just uh, just got just got cool off." Absolutely, because Vampiro was hot. This was Vampiro's best day of commentary because like yeah. it was almost any time someone came close to the announce table, he's like, "Oh, come on, I gotta deal with this too." What's going on, brother? Like, it was aw- it was really, really well done. I will say this: I was laughing my ass off that uh, every time Striker would try to ask something to a Beetle, and a Beetle was like not paying attention or didn't have an answer, he was just like, "Oh man, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I just can't focus right now." 
I was like, dude, just answer the question. <laughs> well, no, but that, that's that's brilliant. I wish JBL and King would do that more often because Lord knows they're never focused on anything. Uh, like, it, it, if you apologize for something because you, you're not focused on it because of a storyline, that's amazing. Like, that's how Michael Cole should have been when Brock Lesnar is always in the ring now. Mm-hmm. That's how Michael Cole should always be whenever Brock is in the ring. Vampiro has come so far over this season of Lucha yeah. I remember when he was like our scapegoat at the beginning of the season. We just pile on to poor Vampiro, and man, he is just—he's he's come so far. He's so enjoyable. I got one thing that definitely disappointed me about this week's Lucha Underground. I'm kind of weirded out that you guys didn't mention it yet. Where is Dario Cueto? <laughs> Two straight weeks without Dario, and I am gonna freak out if I don't see him next week. To be fair, I'm Matt, that he's been that he's got he got a gig in a in some Univision show or something, and that he's gonna <laughs> pop up on another program soon, or he's gonna be in a Dos Equis commercial or something like that, and no, I'm gonna be mad. As I hell. think he was just scared of Katrina. So he just, like, poofed, gone for two straight weeks? Dude, she has lightning ninjas now! <laughs> Not I... only can she teleport and lick people to their death, she has lightning ninjas! Listen, Dario's got, Dario's got brother locked up in the basement. We, we haven't seen Black Lotus! What? Aren't you worried about Black Lotus? I hope she's <laughs> developing Stockholm Syndrome, and then she and Matanza skip out like best buddies. That would actually work. <laughs> like, could you imagine if she pretended that she understood and she was, like, like aligned with the beasts, and then as soon as they came out, she just, like, kicked him in the dick? You know what's the worst part? It's not the first time we see that in wrestling. No. No. I mean, it's a Russo swear, but it's possible. I don't know what else there is to say about Lucha Underground. Oh, um, out of the four, out of the four programs for this week's Midweek War, where do you rank Lucha Underground? I'm actually going to rank, uh, oh man, it hurts me to say this, but it's number three. This week. Whoa! Oh yeah, man, you're going there, huh? Oh Jesus! Yeah, well, I, I think I'm scared to hear the rest of Garza's rankings. I'm um, pretty sure you already know what it is, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. you never know. You never know. <laughs> you never know. But yeah, this is number three for me this week. Uh, I I just didn't feel it. What are you guys? Mike, where are you at? Uh, I think I'm gonna go number two this week. Um, Lucha has been running so hot at this point, there has to be kind of a cool-down. Um, the Sexy Star Superfly match, I wanted more from it. I, I don't know why I wanted more. Uh, I didn't like kind of the way that it ended. It was very quick and not that compelling. Uh, the Vampiro stuff was very good. I would have rather seen a five-way match. I love when Lucha does, like, the huge multi-man matches like that. The four-way just kind of seemed like two singles matches that happened to intersect at some point. Yeah. 
Um, and Drago vs. Muertes would have been great if it wasn't for fucking Fernandez. But, uh, I mean, you know, I wanted to see Drago vs. Puma, and I'm a little disappointed that we're not going to see that, even though I like Mil Muertes. But, yeah, I, I, I think uh, number two for me this week. How about you, Matt? Well, just imagine how fired up you're going to be when we get Drago versus Hernandez. Then you're going to be all over Drago for that match. You'll be fired up for that one. Oh, yeah. I think I will, too. I have, um, I've got Lucha at number two this week. Look, it's an, it was an awesome midweek. It was an awesome midweek war. These four shows all were spectacular in very different ways. And, um, <laughs> okay, thank you for that qualifier. Along, but Lucha is my number two for this week. Um, and I guess now, um, shall we go home, or is there one more thing we need to do here? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure. Uh, let's take it to the bridge. <laughs> let's. All right, folks, let's take it to the bridge. Listen, um, this is one of only four. This is only one of four podcasts that we are recording tonight. One for each program that is part of the Midweek War that air on Wednesday night. So we're going to have one on Lucha, one on NXT, one on Ring of Honor, and one on um, Impact. That's right. Um, It's like a Kit Kat bar of professional wrestling. So what you do, you go to iTunes. If you like what you hear, you subscribe to us on iTunes. You rate, review, you do all that good stuff. Or go to WrestlingMayhemShow.com, the mothership, if you will, and uh, get all the good stuff there, and we'll bring you up to speed there. And otherwise, we hope you'll stay tuned for our three other podcasts that we are bringing you this week. And until we meet again, we thank you very much for watching. Garza? La Guerra de la Mitad de la Semana! Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that midweek war!